Hey everybody, your host Elliot Jaronil here. Listen, I've just got to apologize at the top of the show because there were some audio issues. There's a buzzing noise on BT Callaway's microphone and at times, man, the thing just dropped out entirely. But don't worry, we fixed it and the audio actually comes good again around the 30 minute mark. So appreciate your patience listening to this episode. Um, and anyway, also just wanted to say, hey, thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, Simpsons Index is an absolute blast to make and we're improving our gear and our recording techniques behind the scenes so we can bring you a better quality podcast in the future. Anyway, enough from me now, so let's hear me introduce myself on my own podcast. The Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast, and here is your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. Live. This is episode 14 of the Simpsons Index, and following that great intro, I think I must have to introduce myself as Elliot J. O'Neill. As myself, Elliot J. O'Neill, just said, I am Elliot J. O'Neill. And this is the part where I, Elliot J. O'Neill, introduce the people that I will be doing this podcast with today. And first, I have... I'm BT Calloway, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and you are? I'm special guest voice Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> And we just watched the Mr. Plow episode. Guys, what'd you think? Guys, what'd you think? (laughs) That's my catchphrase. I think it's even better than never tapping out. (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. It was... So it was better than I remember it being, which is rare and uh, totally. It was wonderful. Yeah. yeah, so many laughs as well, man. Yeah, look, recording these podcasts, I actually just rely on my knowledge of having seen these episodes a number of times to feed the information for the podcast. But for this one, I felt especially inclined to take a shitload of notes because of the jokes. They were so quick, man. Yeah. Mm. This was a good joke to second ratio. <laughs> uh, that's what I really love this, this episode is the opening is just joke, 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 bam, bam, bam. And then you get mm. a good story and you follow through. It's still full of jokes. It's just not as rapid fire. That's good because by that point, you're having such a good time. Yeah. Happy to just watch the episode play out. So, yeah, speaking of which, um, why don't you give us a quick synopsis of the episode? All right. Well, in this one, uh, Homer wrecks the car. In fact, both of the cars. And uh, Oh, man, out. that was great. <laughs> Season 4, Episode 9, by so, the way, for those such playing a good joke. Home. We'll get to that in a second. So, and then it uh, goes out and buys a snowplow uh, and begins to make money plowing driveways. He then encourages Barney to, you know, make the most of himself. And Barney mm. goes out and also buys a snowplow <laughs> and starts a very unhealthy competition between the two of them. And mm. uh, it all culminates where Homer sends Barney out on a, you know, essentially a suicide mission on false information uh, and, you know, accidentally gets him trapped. So then he has to go out and try and save him. And um, there's a great, and I've only just really thought of this, uh, a great moment, which I'm going to call a, I don't know what the opposite of a deus ex machina is, but it's an <laughs> undeus ex moment where... Instead of a random element coming in, instead of God himself reaching for the heavens to fix the problem, God himself reaches the heavens to fuck people over. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Reaches from the hell heavens to challenge... It's going to be called like a Satanus ex machina <laughs> or something. God, it's still God. I mean, so. Yeah, Homer says at the very end... you know, they, That's they, a spiteful God. Yeah, he, he pulls Barney out of the <laughs> snow and is like, Barney's like, I'm so sorry, let's be partners from now on. Homer's like... Well, good. Let's great, Barney. From now on, we'll be partners, and not even God Himself can stop us. And God's like, "Oh no!" It just melts all the ice, and it's like, 
It's a really great ending, like, and that's probably where the wackiness of this episode yeah. hits its peak, is where God literally interferes with their stuff, and, um, yeah, and I, it feels so earned at that moment that you don't care <laughs> that literally they had God fucking... Uh, cameo. Yeah, cameo in this episode. Just to screw him over, because they said he couldn't. Yeah, so... Uh, um, starting out with this episode, so it was like most of the act was um, just a bunch of points leading to Homer getting the plow. But again, yeah. these jokes, yeah. are these are really funny jokes, though. With such consistent goodness, um, I said the brine. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> Mo, don't throw away the brine. <laughs> um, wasn't he just? He, wasn't he saying something like, "I can't believe they'd put something like that into their into their bodies." Yeah. And then Mo. Save that brine. <laughs> chug, chug, chug. What I really love about this episode is it starts with um, The Simpsons watching TV, but it starts with the TV of the episode being uh, on. Yeah. I like that, that Simpsons... I suppose you could call it a degree of being meta in the sense that it's, we're essentially watching what they're watching. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, uh, I love that. I can't actually remember what it was. What, was the, what were they watching? Oh, at the start of the uh, episode. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Troy McClure or something, but... Um... Yeah, he's parachuting into somewhere. <laughs> he was previously on... He mentioned um, Hercules. He did uh, mention Hercules. As a, uh, he mentioned that you might have seen me on Hercules, the erotic adventures of, which was referred to in the uh, Duff Was Gardens it an episode? awards episode or a... Was it awards ceremony or something? Uh, or... I can't remember, but I made oh, no Listeners, we apologise for not thinking of this, but yeah. this was such a dense, full episode. Uh, like, I've know. written Smits here, and I'm not sure what it refers uh, to. It refers to, he talks to Crush the Clown, who's getting a TV movie made of it, and, and we, Jim, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Smith's Smith playing, which is the worst person possible <laughs> to play Crush the Clown, other than maybe Samuel L. And yeah, I wrote Tiger as well, so that was the bit with yeah, the yeah. Sumatran Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Guys, just watch this oh. episode. Okay, I love that bit. Krusty gets mauled by Siberian tigers. <laughs> and there's a bit where Bart's watching it and they just flip, casually flip channels and go, oh, I'll be chewing on him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, and timely references um, for the time that this episode would have aired. It was, um, fuck, I can't think of his dad's name. Robin Thicke's dad? Who was that? Alan Thicke. Alan Thicke and Ricardo actually... Mandelbaum. What was that bit? Oh, fuck. I can't it's even really remember. It's really been the beginning of it, so I can't remember what it's referencing. It's, yeah. Yeah, look, I took a bunch of notes in this episode. I can't... Um... But that's how just fantastically rapid-fire the beginning of this is. There's so much so quickly, and mm. you were just stunned into hilarity. You know, it's one of yep. those ones where the first time you watched it, you probably laughed over, like, two jokes because you were so... Absolutely. Locked and, into hysteria. And yeah, this is one joke that I only noticed uh, when Homer's like in the car and it's really snowing heavily and um, he's just listening to the radio <laughs> and the, one of the announcers goes, you're dead weight, Marty. After like a really, a really lacking Because they, they use the same pun. Yeah. He's like, you're dead weight. No, what I really like, yeah, then Homer crashes the car and he gets out and goes, well, got him as good as he got me, but he's already made it home and wrecked both cars. <laughs> and then the insurance guy comes along and goes, so this place moves that you went to, uh, is this a bar? And he goes, uh, don't say something. What else is open late at night? I was at a pornography store. I, I was, was buying pornography. pornography. And that was my point I wanted to bring up because I watched this episode when I was living in Scotland and for really? some reason in the UK, they 
delete the word porn. No really? shit. Yeah, they said so he the was word buying porn. pornography. No, it literally goes. <laughs> but I don't say you're at a bar. But what kind of place is open late at night? Cut to the next scene. It's gone. And wow. there's also like an episode of. Because I, I, I saw that, I'm like, did I just fall asleep for a quarter of a second? Like, what happened there? <laughs> and then later on, I was watching an episode of Friends where Monica walks in on Chandler. He's jacking off to porn, but he flips shark the channels porn. to sharks. Yep. And later on in the episode, he goes, no, I wasn't I wasn't masturbating to sharks. I was masturbating to... Oh, that's why. And I was like, you wow. can say the word porn. It's fine. But there's a British... Th- it must be a thing on British TV where they will not say pornography. Wow, interesting. Just no sex, please. We're British. So, so sorry, uh, um, uh, Danny, you got that reference. Have you seen Friends at all? I've seen my fair share of shark porn. <laughs> it's hot. I love that he's censoring himself as well. A lot of thrashing. Um, why did I write the note kerosene? Ah, because um, Homer goes looking for a new car and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's out in the boonies. Oh, Zagreb. Detail that bit, please. <laughs> Oh shit, man! Oh, uh, so that was Kevlov's automobile. Yeah, he's looking. That's some random. I like you do the impersonations. That's the fun part. But he's, he's he's doing. He's looking at a card. He's like, "What country is this from?" It no longer exists. <laughs> and it gets like four hundred kilometers on kerosene and four hundred hectares to the. On one take of gasoline. Oh no. Excellent. Oh, Shane, do you have any other quotable moments from this episode, or? Oh, I. This doesn't count, but I tend to sing "Señor Plow No Es Bueno" all the time. <laughs> yeah. um, actually, I will just say on that note that um, he's going to correct my Spanish. Uh, there's specific jokes that my mom likes in The Simpsons. I think it's like subverting and absurdism or something about it, but. Um, she, I remember she liked the joke in the monorail episode of the ring came off my pudding can <laughs> like where it just had nothing to do with the rest of the song she just loved <laughs> that and much like the same with this one um, she loves the Mr. Plough is loser and I think he's a boozer <laughs> she I just have yeah recollections of mum singing that around the house you know while she's doing her mum duties <laughs> oh my gosh I can't believe she said boozer <laughs> But, uh, oh man, so many quotal bits. Just on, on my uh, list of quoted bits, uh, do you come with the car? Oh, oh man, <laughs> I, I I really do think that's the most quotable moment in any Simpsons episode. Goal, yeah, well, because that's one of those things where it is actually quotable from life because that's the kind of thing that that's you know skeezy of... guy thinks they're being original yeah, that's with. That's yeah, the kind of bullshit. Oh, I'm hilarious. It's you know. When the customer That's... says, oh, I'm going to use my spendings, not my savings. It's when the oh. customer goes, there's no price tag on it. Does that Does mean it's, it's free? free? Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, God, every fucking time. Yeah, uh, so let's move away from that as quickly as possible. And then the next guy comes up and says, do you come, come with the car? Another great one where they bump into Adam West. And, uh, oh, God, oh, Adam hey, West was in his episode. Yes. Oh, and he just oh, goes dude. to a rant about West. being... Yeah. Beautiful. 
Yeah, I didn't need any molded plastic plastic from my abs. Pure, Pure West. West. And why doesn't Batman dance anymore? <laughs> Remember the bat to see? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I love about this bit is um, how it kind of re- refers, in a way, back to the monorail episode with Leonard Nimoy, like uh, giving way too much information about how Star Trek worked behind the scenes and the person sitting next to him was hey, all like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like that that's where they were doing their celebrity cameos back in the day. Yeah. It was wasn't like, oh my god, this is Jay Leno, and Jay Leno yeah. is on this episode. What do you think, Adam West? It yeah. Was more... yeah, it was more Adam West being all awkward and weird. <laughs> um, because I imagine that's what a lot of these guys are actually are. Um, why did I write the moment f- um, before I wrote a note about West? I wrote a moment about Fourth Reich. <laughs> Oh, there's a joke me didn't get back in the day. <laughs> For real, <laughs> the Fourth Reich uh, crash test. Oh, oh man, yeah. What the? F- I mean, it's one Im- thing. The joke is creepy without the Fourth Reich bit there at all. Yeah, and you're like, wow, man, this is like Nazi experiments. Um, yeah, where the crash test dummies crash and like the pillar goes move. through one and one of them oh. opens the door and, and Lisa's like, "That's uh, not a dummy." Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> this exhibit is closed. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to get us away from the creepiness, I have uh, Raphael whip noise. So, oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta check the misses, hey? Yeah. You think I'm gonna buy a car just because you made that noise? Sold. Yep. And Raphael and one yeah, of his many. Yeah, you have calls. to buy when Raphael sells to you. You gotta buy. Oh yeah. Mm. And uh, one of my personal favorite quotes of, uh, and now we play the waiting game. Other <laughs> <laughs> oh, waiting game sucks. Look about hungry, hungry pills. Um, I also wrote down church goons. Um, that oh, yeah, yeah, we all yeah. wish we were in a position of powers where we could click our fingers, yeah. and then have two goons drag someone that was offending us away. Yeah, I, it's I, gonna I, happen. I One day it's like gonna happen. Nice. The sea shanties. Oh my god. Where um, Homer's like, how do I advertise my plow business? And the kids are like, oh, advertise on the channel. Yeah, local TV, which is something you 2016 kids won't get these days. Yeah. But, um, this was a TV thing. anymore. <laughs> yeah, infomercials were a thing. And yeah, um, the sea captain decided he used the infomercials to sell his sea shanties yeah. <laughs> in the Why Navy. <laughs> Yeah. What else? What else do you know? It's I can't believe you did it in uh, the navy. I, I actually have one that has a question. Uh, when we go to a flashback and Barney first drinks beer, it does this kind of transition scene to scene moment. I think that's an original Wolfman reference. To okay. Where, uh, goes from human to what? I might be wrong about that, but I feel like that's a reference to something. <laughs> It does seem very specific, and yeah. because there's music like outside of actually, The Simpsons in it. It might, it. Be, it might be Jekyll and Hyde actually. But again, it's, I'm pretty sure it's a reference to some kind of old school monster movie where goes from man to beast. I'm pretty sure it's Jack and Yeah, because he fully does. Because at the start of that bit, he's all, oh, the, uh, the equivalent of effervescence is perfervescence. And whatever he says, because he says something really smart there. Yeah, he's and, like, here I come. and then, yeah, they show like Homer giving him the beer and then him and drinking the beer and then three, and yeah, three uh, images that sort of fade yeah. into each yeah. other. Where he eventually gets like the separated teeth and the gaps and stuff, and yeah, yeah. I'm actually pretty sure that's Jekyll and Hyde, because yeah. Bugs Bunny did it as well for the Jekyll and Hyde episode. Yeah, spoon. Jekyll and Hyde episode of Bugs Bunny episode. Yeah, yeah. Where Bugs Bunny drinks the Jekyll and Hyde potion and does the three shot cami where the yeah, teeth get bigger and weirder. Yeah, definitely Jekyll and Hyde. Now I think about it. Oh man, I got to check that episode out. 
Or you could go and watch Jekyll and Hyde. Boom! <laughs> You're fully embodied licensed, aren't you, Dad? <laughs> um, yeah, I love that bit. Um, what does Lisa say to him before that? Um, I'm a... Oh, no, no, no. I'm a real cheap tightwad. <laughs> um... And, okay, so getting into almost where uh, Barney gets the idea to use the Plow King, um, Mo and that appraising him in the bar, and there's the bit about the Iranian hostages. Was that a reference to a real-world event? Pretty because sure I'm not sure yeah. about that. Um, because... I'm, not, I'm not sure what exactly. Yeah, so anyway, um, Barney gets the idea at this point to do his own Plow business off the back of Homer, being that his handing out pamphlets for a baby store failed, and, yeah. like... He was sick of wearing a diaper for a living, so... Oh, man, don't we all? <laughs> um, He's so a metaphor he for the modern capitalist. Total metaphor for that. And so Plow King comes along and he's like, Oh, hey, Homer, I'm the new Plow King in town. Fucking shoots out his tires, fucking gangster style. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, and, that was pretty sweet. And then he does his uh, video with Linda Rodstan and then Homer's, like, trying to come up with ideas to combat him and he does the 90s rap and i love oh. this bit because he does the whole cliche i'm mr plow and i'm, I'm here, here to, to say, say. has yeah. any rap actually used the term i'm here to say or is that just white people trying to rap no Wait. i'm pr someone it, this is the thing it's one of those cliches that must be built off something but i have no idea of its origin i'm sure here to say was like i don't think they would have used that cliche if it wasn't like uh, it's, it's like I once looked up who was the first person to say to rhyme hands in the air with just don't care. Ooh, who and was? How'd you go? It's, it's, I can't remember. It's like, it's someone like Jam Master Flash or something like that. It's really... <laughs> That's two people. <laughs> Whatever. Dude, we, I mean... You're thinking of Jam and Master the Fury's and Master Flash. Well, I guess I'm not just down with the hibbity hopping with the bippin' and the boppin'. <laughs> uh, please tune into uh, Beach's other podcast, the Neil Young Index. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> um, All right, let's start with everybody knows this is nowhere. That's a very solid track about trying to get back to your roots after becoming rock Um I really liked. I really like. Can I ha can I jump in? Because you guys you both took notes. I I've wanted, only I've got one I left in my head. I wanted someone to jump in on that Neil Young bit because I was going to continue. I know. <laughs> I know, man. Um, Until he I became really an old man. The part where God, the light of God shines through, and then two snowmen melt yeah, like yeah. the guys from from Raiders of the Lost Ark. I, I think the Nazis. I, uh, I was waiting till we got to uh, references you might not have get. Yeah, I, yeah. I must have missed that. I had every to, other had to get it before I forgot was, that one. Yeah, yeah. That's such a, such a good bit. That's so man, as well. and it's so spot on. It is definitely those those uh, Raiders guys. I never thought about that because Raiders I only saw like, Raiders when one with the like the the, the, the yeah. hat and one with the other thing, and they melt in that like <sighs> the way that where they they all creep. Perfect. Uh, and it's just from the light of God as well. It's so Raiders. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Just before we hit the questionnaire as well, just check my notes and I wrote a bit called Asphalt and I was like, what the fuck is it? Oh, Kiss my asphalt. Another one that mum used to quote all the time. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember yeah. watching this episode back in the day? Memories of when oh, it aired? Man. What did you think then? Again, this it's, was it's, early. It's one of those ones that's so early. It is just part of childhood. Yeah. And I don't remember taking my first steps and I don't remember watching the first time watching this plow. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like this one is like it, it's a comfort food episode. This one reminds me of my family and watching this episode, and my family quoting this episode. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this so many times. Yeah, it's it's just part of that. Could you put a play count on it? 
137. Wow. I actually don't think that's unlikely, you know? Yeah. It's not a story. It's not a 12 views episode. No. No, absolutely not. Because, like, season four, okay, this probably hit our shores about 93, 94. Um, so, fuck, that's 22 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we've watched this one to wow. two times a year. Maybe. It's a lot, man. It's definitely... Wow. Definitely. Oh. 22 years ago. Yeah. Mr. Plowdoors. Anyway. Someone could have been born with this episode aired and done something with their lives by now. Someone could have been born and then died. And they That's have. That's bleak, man, but true. Bleak. Um, Someone could have been born, watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then got that reference before I did since this episode was made. Yeah, so I think we already covered that sort of thing. Like, the jokes that we only noticed on this viewing. Um, Mostly just the Raiders one, but yeah. yeah. I, it's just one I'm stunned I didn't get before. I, I don't know. Yeah, I can't believe I missed that. And there's a bunch of, like, I mean, Linda Ronstand, I didn't know who she was at the time, and I only know at the time who she is because Dad's such a massive country music fan. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any other episodes that kind of flew over? Uh, uh, sorry, any other references in this episode that kind of flew over your head at the time, or...? No, just I'm, I'm just since doing this, I'm just impressed with how well structured it is and how well it all, it mm. keeps the jokes, but has a yeah. solid plot line. That actually, uh, this is a weird thing, but we had goats um, growing up. It's <laughs> right. There's cream for that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that. Like actual goats. Like oh. we we used to um, do this thing because there was this like gr- bunch of rocks that our goat used to climb up on, and we go, uh, "Is he okay up on that?" And we're like, "He's as sure as a mountain goat." And we'd always imagine our goat falling, falling off, and he didn't. He was he was sure footed goat. Um, do you see yourself watching this episode again? Yep. Oh yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Solid. So it comes pretty recommended, you'd say. Highly. Yes, definitely a recommended episode. Yeah, I think we were all killing ourselves laughing in the first half. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Alright, well let's talk about the wackiness because like I feel like there's a- a wacky elements around this episode, <clears throat> but like the main through line yeah, itself isn't wacky. They're not it's not core to the main storyline to be wacky. Barney chasing his diaper down the street. <laughs> Barney in a diaper, like Man, all we over. We've all been there. The job market is tough. The things oh, we've sure. had to do for money. Oh sure. But yeah. The big fat drunk guy chasing his diaper down the street. <laughs> Have you ever been that drunk and that poor? I'm that uh, drunk I, and that poor now. I, re- I redact my <laughs> sins. A yeah. for it. <laughs> Tell him big baby sent you. Oh. But like, even like the mountain goat bit, you know. Um, and even like, yeah, Homer coming to his rescue and the thing. It's like... Like, even if you rewatch the animation, it's kind of like, oh, well, he's in that position, so oh, he well, could have wrecked him wherever he how, is. How about uh, it's not. Homer's pl- truck nearly going, like, teetering on the edge of the road, and he manages to get it back on by adjusting the radio <laughs> down? <laughs> how about God appearing through the clouds? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, okay, yep, yeah, okay, there's the I wackiness. know, we had a natural build-up. It's where we were going. A natural build-up to a creationist ending. <laughs> well, like, like I said, an anti-creationist almost. Like a... Yeah. Egg. And though God descended from the heavens to say, fuck y'all. But, okay, so there's an example of one where, like, it was so solid and so good story and good jokes throughout that the ending was fucking ridiculous, but had a good joke around yeah, it, so I'm you bought it. Yeah, way too entertaining to even give a shit. 
Um, so the heart of this episode, Homer and Barney's friendship, I felt. Yeah. And we get a bit of Homer being a useful provider and a uh, mm. hot lover. Oh, he, he didn't need lover. the tonic in this oh, episode. Oh, he provided. Might be a joke that also went over my head. I've heard people say that Mr. Plow... Whoa! Reference to whoa! <laughs> no way! Wow! <laughs> yeah. But the whole series is based around him having a plow. Yeah, but he's the also whole... got a joke that says Mr. Plow that his wife likes to wear. I, I don't know if I buy it, but I like. I feel like probably the the they, they do. feels a bit crude. Like in for this this sort of generation of The Simpsons, true, true. I'd expect a little more finesse. It's possible it was innocent, but I do kind of feel like there was maybe a little chuckle around the writers' room for that one. They're like, mm. maybe they called Mister Plough mm. first, and later on went, okay, like, like, yeah, like, we're yeah, just, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. All right. So ultimately, did this feel like an episode? Uh, of the I feel like coming. Um, yes. Yes, yes it I, did. Yes, I would get to. <laughs> oh man, how good was the Artie Pie bit? Oh my god! <laughs> like the yeah, next frame he's upside down. Oh god! Already, what are the ski conditions? We're going <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Oh, that oh, poor guy. Classic Kent Brockman. Um, so the new thing with this is that. Thing. Yeah, I feel like, um, I've been probably influenced, or other guests have probably been influenced by those who've ranked before. So. We're going to write all our rankings on a bit of paper at the same time and then show them for each other. Uh, so we're putting the microphones down and we're grabbing the bit of paper and text as provided. New spin on the, the podcast. So we have all written our ranks, ranks down on a bit of paper and we are going to show each other right now. You guys are shit. I wrote QZ, you motherfucker. That's an answer. Oh, you did. You're a shit. I wrote the Batman but, symbol. Come on, man. What, what greater praise is there? Oh, wait. Actually, as a, as, as a trader, I know the exchange rate, which is Batman symbol to... Oh, my God. Cubic zirconia. <laughs> is that what you're ranking at? A cubic zirconia. Pure West. <laughs> okay. One ranking for pure West. And, well, yeah. You, uh, you did technically pick this episode. Why don't you go first and justify your ranking of... What's, what's there to justify? We laughed ridiculously in the first uh, act. It then had enough jokes and enough story to carry through to the end. It was just a great episode. Perfect. I How about you, uh, D. Annie's? What? <sighs> How about you? And we're back. <laughs> Not um, I think this is one of the better episodes we've seen so far. Uh, we did just have a solid episode, uh, season six episode, but this one just has so many quotes that I don't even realize that I'm calling The Simpsons anymore. Yeah, now it's, it's just part of right. my vocabulary. It's just, just vernacular yeah. now. Yeah. This is, part of, this is just part of pop culture. This is part of our society, I think. I can't wait without going, and now we play the waiting game. Oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, every time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hungry, hungry hippos. So and there's no greater measure of a solid episode than something that's, that's defining society. This is... Western civilization in an episode. Mm. So, yeah, and that's why I'm happy to give it my cubic zirconia reference. Uh, sorry. I'm happy to give it my zirconia. You're giving it bronze, aren't back. you? <laughs> Sounds this like he's giving it bronze. Now, I'm giving it a cubic zirconia because, like, yeah, it has entered our vernacular so much, like, that we don't even recognize it has. And, like, we watch back on it now and there's so much that, 
we are still laughing hysterically at. Like, I almost wish we did a commentary track for this episode because we were laughing really hard. Mm, the like, commentary track would just be laughter. Some of the worst episodes are where we break off in conversation midway through to go like, wait, did that make sense? That didn't make sense, right? No, it didn't make sense. Like, And this one, everything made sense. Everything was funny. And that brings us to the next episode. Shag, what'd you pick for our uh, second decade episode? Our next season is the 11th season of The Simpsons. I am looking at an episode called E-I-E-I bracket annoyed grunt bracket. Doe. E-I-E-I doe. Oh, the famous Tamako episode. The famous Tamako episode. I think it's going to be a blast. Fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Everyone write down what you think now. (laughs) You dick. done this bit we just watched the glove slap episode guys what'd you think mm. <laughs> i want that on the shirt <laughs> <laughs> and you can buy that shirt from www.thecensusindex.com slash store it feels like it'll be inviting comments from misogynists guys what do you think no because elliot o'neill i want to have this on a shirt uses guys in the asexual context i know you do it's just and we've been drinking shut up oh that's the other motto of the show we've been drinking <laughs> and woo privilege. <laughs> um shag as the picker of this episode what did you think i wasn't disappointed at all um not at all oh come on man this is that's high praise i wasn't disappointed at all <laughs> yep, season 11, episode 5, E-I-E-I'd Annoyed Grunt. I watched the episode and didn't kill myself. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> it Best was rating. adequate. <laughs> so, um, Chad, give us a quick synopsis of this episode, if you will. Well, oh jeez. Where did it even start? Uh, Homer um, was watching The Poke of Zorro. <laughs> oh my god. This is a Zorro that was parody. That, yep, that was how it started. He was watching mm. a Zorro movie, which was amazing. Yeah. Its historical accuracy was just <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> just like, wow. Wait, 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 shut up. Here come the ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> yep, which inspires him to... Uh... Inspires him to start. Uh, he, he, he buys a glove in order to slap his way to the top of the food chain. Uh, it's like bully or be bullied, and sure. he gets really high off watching the rest of the town quail in cowardice before his bravado, Not which him. is apparently false. Because as soon as he walks, tries to slap his way through the convenience store queue, yep, in he like, slaps someone that says "sir." It was oh. Inevitable. Realistically, it was inevitable. Why did I think I could slap someone that said "sir"? Oh, he should have done his research. You know, he mm-hmm. did not know the man would have said "sir." Although the KFC suit gave it away. (laughs) Yeah, it starts at Bolo Tie and you think, oh, this guy might be trouble. And then the rest of the fucking slave owner outfit comes along. Oh my God. And so, um, Homer runs away from his problems and episode two starts, sort of. Mm. 
It's yeah. not exactly act two. I'd say it's almost episode two. It does get a very different tone from that point. Yeah, and then sure, by the yeah. time you get to the end of that little sub arc, it feels like the end of the episode. And then they're like, by the way, back to what was really going I on. I do like that um, Homer, when they're returning back to Evergreen Terrace, and goes, yeah, Homer goes, yeah, why do we ever leave? And then pulls it in and sees the Southern Gemma. It's like, oh, yes. I do like, at that point, Oh my God. That's the thing. It, and I do like how they... That's like if this was like an hour long episode and it was split over two parts, they would come back to that and it's like, oh my god, that's right. That's why they're in fucking Hicksville nowheres. Yeah. Um oh, and as you pointed out, Beach, they went back to uh grandpa's old home, which had previously burnt down. Yeah, we learned in uh, the last Simpsons Index, yes. And that was a week ago, and, and not also, just this night. Uh, someone says to Mo, convinced. you've never given nah. anyone a free beer, but Mo gave Mr. Flower a free beer. Oh my God, so many continuity fails this episode. I know, episode. it's like they don't obsessively watch their own show. <laughs> yeah, it's like they aren't watching years of difference back to back. So it's for these reasons I'm giving this a participant. No, <laughs> anyway, uh, continue on. Uh, um, um, Homer, gro- <laughs> Homer grows tomato on the farm where he grew up. So that's what this episode is mm. essentially defined by. It is the tomato episode, um, more than it is the Zorro episode. More than it is the the challenging glove slap list. episode. Yeah, yeah. Still call this glove slap. And by the way, props to the B fifty twos for doing this episode. Um, as far as I know, it was um, all of them that like re-recorded like it, that they even re-recorded the music for it. Like I'm prob- uh, I might be wrong, but like they do credit them as the B fifty two. Yeah, so. so I assume it's all of them. It's again, it sounds yeah. on point in terms of vocals. So mm. yeah, good for them. Just going. Yeah, that's fun. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you're dishonoring my podcast by chewing popcorn through it. I challenge you to a duel. Oh, we know where that leads to. Yeah. Big tobacco stealing your invention. I thought the jokes in this episode actually picked up when um, the uh, glove duel sort of started happening. I didn't think they were that strong through the Zorro parody. Yeah. There was the thing of, and why did you write it? What does that an... mean? Yeah, yeah. And... This is cute, but... Yeah, but the Zorro parody itself, and then it ended with the like, like 90s a... style hip hop thing. <laughs> and like, his name is Zorro, and he's here tomorrow. And he's, yeah. Yeah, I do like, a, what part of cut, stop cutting my dress? Don't you understand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those but. I've seen the Antonio Banderas Zorro. <laughs> but no, the episode really picks up. Uh, oh, and there was the Googleplex thing. Why did we pause at the beginning? Because <laughs> the, the marquee has so many random weird <laughs> names of so things. Little... Um, yeah, I'm going to share it on Twitter anyway, but... Um, and what is that Twitter account, Elliot J. O'Neill? At Simpsons Index, not at The Simpsons Index, because that doesn't fit in Twitter's character allowance for... Shakespeare in <laughs> Heat, it's just My Dinner with Jar Jar, <laughs> Face Puncher 4... Oh, Face Puncher thing, that's what I was trying to get back to, the Twilight thing. What yeah. was... Okay, so I'm pretty sure it's in Twilight 2... Uh, Vanilla is trying to make new friends and is like, do you want to go see that movie Face Puncher? And it's like, that was very obviously placeholder dialogue that never got replaced. Yeah. And what, that's kind of the point of the greatness of The Simpsons. What is a half a second reference of a marquee in an episode becomes a partial plot point in a, a multi-million dollar franchise. <laughs> So it was just vanilla in that bit. Uh, Shovel Face wasn't involved yet. Shovel Face was elsewhere. 
And Can I just give a shout out to Screen Junkies at this point? I am a subscriber to Screen Junkies Plus, and I am not being paid for this, but I recommend you do too. Movie fights, gamer fights, TV fights are some of my favorite weekly viewings. Real uh, honest trailers. Oh, honest trailers. Watch all the Twilight's back to back <laughs> with shovel face, dun, vanilla, dun, 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 and all dun, the stairs. Anyway, making moving on gestures, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> That's our moving on gesture. Yeah. Have you guys got anything else from? Tamako. Um, I like that the Western gentleman who loves dueling has mud flaps of himself. Yes! Oh my <laughs> and god. Bumper stickers that say, I heart dueling. I'll give you demand satisfaction. That was a good run of, uh, um, uh, yeah, a dueling fan gags. You uh, specifically told me to write down Sneed, Seeds, and Feeds. Oh, okay. Sneed, Seed, and Feed. I didn't get this joke until Cracked pointed it out that. So the sign says. Sneed's Feed and Seed, formerly Chucks. So that allows you to fill in the gaps <laughs> that it was formerly Chucks fucking suck. <laughs> right? Is it? Sneed's Feed and Seed, formerly Chucks. Chucks, Sneed and Feed. Chucks. Feed and Sneed. <laughs> because it's Sneed's Feed and Seed. <laughs> so then it'd be Chucks fucking suck. I mean, it probably is. It's just why would you not just replace Snape with Chuck? <laughs> if Chuck bought the feed and seed, would it be Chuck's fucking suck or would it be Chuck's feed and seed? <laughs> it is a feed and seed. If I if it was Chuck's hotel, if it was Snape's hotel, it wouldn't suddenly be Chuck's suck and fuck. It'd still be Chuck's hotel. I mean, it might eventually become Chuck Sucking. Yeah, you're probably right because otherwise you get you don't get a joke out of it. I just it feels like an extra long stretch for me, better. No, but the sign itself said Sneed's feed and seed formerly yeah. Chucks. Yeah, Chucks, and that's where it ends. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> because it all rhymes, no, right? Exactly. You take it the way you're saying you get a joke. You take the way I'm saying you get nothing. Well, look, I never noticed that until it was pointed out by Cracked. Cracked.com. Please check them out. Please crack. Sponsor uh, us. Money? <laughs> anyway. This is how Patreon works. Can, right? we, make, can we make that a t-shirt? Just money? <laughs> Here, sponsor goals. I'll mention you on my stupid podcast. Um, uh, I'll so, get your name tattooed on somebody else. Uh, I'd so... Look, if you give my podcast $100, I will get your name beach. tattooed on my foot. Oh, cotton worse dude, things. Dude, really don't say that because I have $100 and I make up businesses all the time. <laughs> I will get your name tattooed on my foot if you put $100 on the floor right now. Elliot, <laughs> have some self-respect, yo. Cash. Do you take credit? <laughs> you know I'm rich and bored enough to do this. <laughs> Elliot, have some self-respect, man. Say no to this. All right, I better move on to uh, the questionnaire before I get too carried away. Um, so, look, the, um, as far as it's over there. Goes, don't throw, don't throw money at his life mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> my name could be on a foot. <laughs> you this would be immortal. <laughs> as far as foot fetishes go. <laughs> right, we're here talking about The Simpsons, theoretically. Okay, so analyzing The Simpsons properly. Did we finish um, The Simpsons yet, or are we starting it just now? 
And we're back with the Seinfeld index. We just watched the masturbation context. Oh, man. Dude, oh, that was the best. What's the deal with thinking I about how you think? Did you know that he doesn't say what's the deal with at all I in know. any of this? Is Seinfeld. I, I saw it on Crack the yeah, other day. I it was read that. It was a parody of his own deal, yeah. Amazing. Mm. And do you want to like pause and go get a paper towel for the beer you just spilled? Yeah, yeah. Just that that towel right there. So now onto inside the index where Elliot J. O'Neill has just spilled beer. <laughs> Don't tell the onto fans. Onto his own that. rug. Fun fact: He's only got. Don't like... tell the fans. He says. Have a lower opinion <laughs> off, man. <laughs> Apparently we've got downloaders in America Look, you're getting my name tattooed on your foot for a hundred bucks I don't think their opinion of you gets lower Shag, you want to grab my wallet? Wait, I should have made that higher because like a tattoo That's my point! A tattoo costs more than a hundred bucks So that doesn't even cover the cost No, fuck it, I said what I said (laughs) Do you guys remember watching this episode back in the day? What are your memories of it back then? Specific, again, specifics, no, but I'm sure I went to school the next day and talked about tomacco. Mm. Almost certainly, yeah. yeah. So look, tomacco does uh, actually stick out in this episode to me. Like, really? Seriously, as a person who's had some serious problems trying to quit nicotine, um, I've only been able to do it for the last seven months through sheer fucking um, just saying no as hard as possible, and even then it's fucking hard. Um, how about you guys? How have you avoided nicotine over the years? Um, I just repeat Todd, Rod and Todd's mantra, smokers are jokers. <laughs> and, uh, that gets me out of every situation involving drugs, sex, and nicotine. Mm. It's pretty good, man. You just feed it to the farm animals. Um, but no, on a serious note, you know, tobacco is a, and nicotine is a very fucking addictive substance, and... Like, I think that's where the heart of this episode comes in with Lisa always being the... I like how Lisa is the counterbalance to all the, you know, in favour of tobacco stuff that's happening there. Is that, hey, I think you're about to unleash an evil on this world, you know. I'm not even, I think you're about to, literally says to Homer, Mm. you are about to run a terrible evil upon the world. I know, but the problem's so big. What can I do? Yeah. Oh, that's right. We should squeeze the big tobacco for all they're worth. Right. I mean, honestly, in the room of three distinguished men as we are, who wouldn't release a horrible evil upon the word for $150 million? I'd do it. You know how much stuff I could get tattooed on your foot for $150 million? <laughs> Gentlemen, do evil. Do evil. <laughs> do evil. <laughs> but I do remember thinking at the time that I saw it, because this is like season 11, so, okay, it hits our shores 2002. I'm probably smoking by then. And... I would have loved tobacco back then. Something that got me eating my vegetables, got me a bit of vitamin A and vitamin C from the tomato, and then... Nicotine. I don't know, man. Were you really hunting out, hunting down that that vegetable fix? Mixed with nicotine. Were you really craving the vitamins and the minerals? Well, see, here's the thing. I was smoke, uh, smoking cigarettes to get nicotine to be cool, and I was avoiding vegetables because they weren't cool. Mm. See, so if, this way, yeah, you could have the ve- you could be seen to be eating the vegetables which weren't cool, mm. but, but secretly <laughs> getting the nicotine which was cool, <laughs> and no one would know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They'll be like, "Oh, that Elliot guy just eating his tomatoes like a weirdo." <laughs> so uncool. 
But inside, you'd be laughing. Because what they don't know is, is you was you cool are the cool was the coolest person. So all these years when I was faking and I was already cool. I yeah. could have been uncool. <laughs> yep. Alright, that about cool. Um, let's do the questionnaire. Um... Fuck, I feel like I already asked you guys this. We haven't actually talked about this episode of The Simpsons at all. We've talked about a lot of things. I can't remember any of them, though. Do you remember watching this back in the day? Memories of when it aired. What did you think then? I thought, one day, I'll podcast about this episode. (laughs) I do remember singing the whole glove slap thing over and over again. Because everyone knows Love Shack. At least if you're 30. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid... I didn't think of this as the Tamako episode. Really? It was the glove slap episode. Mm. Oh. I feel like that's a stronger premise for the most... Well, eh, it's the funner premise. It, yeah. Yeah. Like, and the Tamako is a good point, but it's it's not the fun part you walk away with. Tamako's one of those little closed circles, you know? But hmm. It's done. It's, it starts... It doesn't start... It starts after the start of the episode. It ends before the end of the episode, and it's closed. So it's yep. like... It's like you can almost snip that out of the storyline. Hmm. Wow, so, okay So, like, part one of this episode Is either side of part two of this episode Like a donut Mm. (laughs) But where the donut's shorter Mm. at the other end Because the whole dual thing at the end Gets wrapped up in, like, five minutes Sorry, I'm confusing the nobodies again Is (laughs) this an episode you ever revisited? Could you put an approx play count on this? I'll kick this off Probably 20 to 30 times Throwing to you, Beach. I will say 800 times. I don't know. I, I, it's 50? No. 30? No. 40? No. How I many, don't know. Are you narrowing okay. it down? How many I times can't... a year since 2002 do you think you've watched it? Uh, since 2002? Yeah. Maybe one every two years? Let's one say every... 10 times. Um, Any jokes that you noticed on this viewing and not others? Not really. I guess yeah. we're a bowl of all of mature age by the time we would have seen this episode. Why don't you use more fertilizer? I'm only one man, Mark. <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. that at the time. Poop joke. Um, I do really like the uh, Lenny and Carl, like, sending some mail. You know it. Oh, I might oh, send some yeah. tomorrow. All right. It's like, this is what they do when there's no homo. I will point out that Carl, um, his jumper yeah. is off model there, and I found that distracting to the joke. You know, like that time where Scratchy uh, hit the, hit the xylophone, xylophone and twice. hit two. Di- yeah. Anyway, the um, wizard did it. Do you see yourself watching this episode again? Sure, I'd watch it again. That's a sure and uh, I wouldn't change the channel. You know, I'm. Uh, sure, and I wouldn't change the channel. That's the Simpsons Index. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about the wackiness of this episode. Ah, nuclear power wackiness is what this is. As in, you know, Homer's yeah, like, calls no, on the plant right. and is, you know, well, geez, Homer plutonium, isn't that dangerous? I guess you're right, it's not. And, you know, he, he tastes it before mm. get, putting on the field. It's like that, and... those 50s test movies, you know? Oh, man, they're so good. 50s duck test and co- movies? Duck and cover and nuclear safety, all that sort of stuff. Oh, my God, and I'm such a fan of that South Park volcano episode yeah. where they really explore that I haven't. Seen the original, it's insane. Really explored that, yeah. Really? When you see the flash, duck and cover. I've seen Reefer Madness. <laughs> nice. Um, nuclear. Yeah, it's really got that sort of nuclear safety. Mm. Um, where, why just three drops of nuclear power plutonium will turn your garden into a <laughs> into a hotbed of activity. Beautiful, beautiful. Finish. A gigantic. And yeah, that's what it does. Plant. It essentially. Um, 
uses the tobacco and the to- uh, tomato and the gummy bears and the candy, <laughs> candy corns. And <laughs> oh, I haven't talked about the tractor bit. Oh, man. Constantly Homer falling and the tractor Homer. bit. What a great recurring bit. Tunes. I know, so Looney Tunes, but I laugh every time. Mm. Um, but what about the heart? Did this episode have heart? I guess it didn't. Not really. Mm. Other than we don't want Homer to die, so we're going to run away. Fine. There is no good moral to this. And I don't feel like he learned a lesson by the end either. No, it's just been fun, is it? Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if that'll affect my ranking. I suppose the only lesson here is Southern gentlemen can't aim for shit. Because <laughs> he hits Homer in the arm. I mean... Maybe that's how much of a Southern gentleman he is. He intentionally aimed for the uh, say, I say, sir, I know when to hit a man in the arm and when to not. It's true. Could mm. be. Could be. Well, I'm convinced. Yeah. It's like so, he was just here in the room with us. Yeah, I know. Bolo tie and all. Alright, getting in the home stretch. Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? How's the integrity? Is everyone on point? Yeah. Homer's a coward, but. Uh, Marge is concerned. Blunt-headed Lisa's coward. Um, ultra concerned they about all go the along with him anyway. Mm. About the impact of it all. Yeah. But she's ultimately an eight-year-old girl, so she's ultimately weaker in the like authority um, voice, which is why you know she's like, "Oh my god, to to tobacco is really addictive." And the family's patriarch takes point, even though yeah. she's got the higher moral stance. Um, any other quotable moments that you want to pull from this episode right now? All right, guys, let's rank this thing. Pull out your pens and paper and let's go for it. So, what did you guys rank this in the end? Peter's drawn a silver. Elliot's drawn cubic zirconia. Wow. I, of course, have drawn the Batman symbol. <laughs> Which means gold. <laughs> Shag, so why did you give this a gold? <laughs> or a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we've already established that Batman means gold. No, I do think it was a gold, actually. Um, I have, like, there's no real weak points in the episode, not not particularly, but it doesn't stand out the way that some of the other episodes we've seen really stood out to me. Like, there's episodes where you got to the end and you've just gone, wow, this was amazing. And then there's ones where you get to the end and you're like, you know, there's nothing really wrong with this. This was, I would say this was a 10 out of 10 episode, but without the fireworks and like the American flag falling down and the bald eagle and things, it's a normal ten out of ten. Not like a magic special ten out of ten. Sure, to 11, fair yeah. enough. Um, it's an A ranking, not an S ranking, in your opinion. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Mm. Uh, Beach, BT, what do you think? Uh, I was Gilva the whole way through, pretty wow. much. Um, it was just more reflecting on what I've silvered before that pushed it up to a gold. It's it's a solid episode. There's a lot of jokes and it all works. It just doesn't have that push up to QZ, I don't think. So you're talking gold in this one? Yeah, I'm, I, I re-evaluated after writing it down because writing things down is stupid. Um, but I think I feel like it. I was between gold and silver the whole time and then I'm like, no, I'll silver it. And then just on thinking and reflecting of what I've silvered and what I've golded before... I would put this a, uh, a dull gold if we're splitting, but why not? So, it's gold. I would still gold it. Fair enough. Um, 
See, whereas for me it was uh, cubic gold, zoning gold, um, because <laughs> um, it was a strong joke episode, but story-wise it was a little stupid. The whole uh, Zoro thing leading to the glove sap thing, leading to the moving out of town, and like Shag, you were saying, you're and you're technically right that it did feel like two episodes where one episode was right in the middle of the two episodes, like. Um, like there wasn't a real thread between the farm scenes and the movie scenes, but ultimately this episode kept me so entertained that I personally give it a cubic zirconia and, you know, putting it against your two gold, making it a shiny gold, it feels right um, in this ranking. So you're giving it cu- cubic zirconia and saying there's literally no better episode than this. Oh, look, That's sort when of we're talking cubic about zirconia second deck, because there's nothing better than that. Look, when we're talking about Second Decade, like, and I give this a cubic zirconia, I am putting it right against the other episode that me and you gave in the Second Decade. Um, this is this is. As, it already sounds like you're is, making excuses. It's Shut as the fuck up. Worth your while as Mr. Plow. <laughs> um, me and you both uh, ranked H O M R. There's literally never been a better Simpsons episode than this. That's sort of what we're saying. I put this on parallel with H O M R. And that this is a second decade episode which kept me thoroughly entertained You're the whole time. being very specific. And didn't shit on the legacy of the show. And... You didn't shit the bed. Platinum <laughs> metal. You didn't shit the bed, but you got to work on time. I do that every day. No one gives me platinum medals. They're in the mail, man. <laughs> Thank God. Really but they're it. cubic zirconia. They're not much I think work. you need to go sign for them or something, you know? Alright, so look, we're going to watch a 20th season episode and then we're not awarded sure Cubic Zirconia. I totally should. <laughs> You're fired. And that has been my last episode of The Simpsons Podcast. You're a terrible critic. You've got to say things are either bark or rough. Or <laughs> <All> chewy. <laughs> this thing looks like it was written by a dog. Dogs can't podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> Woof 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 You do uh, a shockingly bad Irish. Sorry, you do yeah, a shockingly was... bad Irishman. Oi, to be sure, TV chic. Oh. <laughs> we just watched several. Okay. Please. Let me try and do an Irish accent for real. Don't laugh at me this time. I will, I'm sorry. <laughs> we just watched season 20, episode 14. In the name of the grandfather. Guys, what did you think? Can I laugh at you now? Oi! Oi, you been laughing at it. was a sermon to me. Well, it's a lot like we got the rat caught down the root cellar. I understand everything that you said. Yeah, it was a rat caught down the root cellar. It wasn't complicated. Is that a transported reference? No. <laughs> and that's Scottish. <laughs> Have okay, you got a crank so... too high voltage reference, Danny, that you'd like That's to... American! <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I thought Jason Satham was Irish. He's English. 
first appeared in Lock, Stock, and Two American. Holy God. Uh. What'd you think, Danny? I thought the first act being an excuse to get them to Ireland is one of the weaker signs of the of the Simpsons. Actually, um, hmm. can we backtrack for a second? Can we summarize this episode before we dive in? Uh, sure. Yeah. It's my turn to summarize the episode. So, they go to Ireland and... <laughs> no, you skipped the whole first act. You pretty much covered it. They spent the first act covering how they yep. go to Ireland. How? How? How do they go to Ireland again? They disappoint Grandpa by getting a jacuzzi. Right. They spend their time in the jacuzzi instead of going to the old folks' home to have him in the three-legged race. And he says, I don't have too many years left, but here's my bucket list. Yeah. Let's pass on these ones because they're complicated. Oh, let's take you to this bar. Wait, this bar is an island. The Simpsons are going to Ireland. They don't so they say go that. to Ireland oh, exactly and um, after a night good. of drinking at the pub that Grandpa Abe Simpson wanted to drink at, um, they because they got too drunk, yep. Homer and Abe find themselves in possession of the bar yep. and they try to make the bar successful and it's not, but they discover that there's a niche audience in Ireland for a bar of their calibre in that they can provide a smoke easy. It's illegal in Ireland and then for some reason Chief Wigan comes along and tases yeah, himself we'll, we'll, we'll and then the episode we'll ends. Get we'll get that. Yeah. Because most of the episode yeah. is fine, it's alright, um... We'll get to ratings later, obviously. But just that last, honest, like, ten seconds... How they got out of the episode so made... fucking terrible. It made no fucking sense. Just, Chief Wickham's there all of a sudden, and he does a series of things to hurt himself, and then the episode's no, no, over. Okay, the ending is, uh, you violate the law by having cigarette smoking in a pub, but... Oh, so but, then Judge Mr. Potato Head comes along. Yeah, weird, that was is, weird. Which is weird as well. But, uh, but they're like, hey, but the punishment is deportation, so obviously they go back to Springfield, mm. and that's why we don't see the public, and that's fine, that works. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, the Mr. Potato Head was weird, and then just the last Chief William just made no cocking sense. Yeah, yeah. i got to say, this was an episode where I was laughing um, less and less as it went on. It was a yeah. There was a definite graph that I could draw yeah. draw for this yeah. episode. I make I like to make a lot of graphs, <laughs> and it starts out pretty laugh medium, and then ends up in what the fuckness. Which is weird. It's it's one of those things where you could put almost anything else there, and it'd be yeah. fine. Yeah. Like, why is Chief Wiggum in Ireland all of a sudden? Because they make the joke of, luckily Ireland has deported all its idiots over to America, where they become police officers. It's like. Huh, yeah, uh, uh-huh. yep, but then yep. you don't need Chief Wigan to show up and accidentally mace himself. No, like, okay, seriously, in two minutes, how would you wrap up that story where, um, like, that's a fair enough plot point. Uh, Grandpa and Homer start up a, a smoking pub that is technically illegal. They get in trouble with Irish authorities. How do they get deported back home? Deported back home. Deported? Well, <laughs> look, God's there, there might be an answer... But the real answer is, you shouldn't have taken 28 minutes to get to the end of your story, you know? Shouldn't have left yourself with only two minutes to wrap that up. Fair enough. So, uh, was the jacuzzi bit too elongated? Because I liked everything with the jacuzzi bit until it got to the bit where Grandpa smashes the jacuzzi, all the Simpson family fall out of the jacuzzi, and they flap around like the fish. But they do that for about... 10 seconds too long too, it's, a, it's a 15 yeah. second bit and it's 10 seconds too long absolutely it's like it's hard to draw the line on those gags like 
the family guy thing where Peter trips over and he goes, ah, ah. Well, it's the kind of thing where if overextending the joke is the joke, mm. then it's all right, obviously. But even with the, ah, they it just was all right once, yeah, you know, so many times and how stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, up until that point, it was uh, okay. You had another appearance of Raphael. Um, yeah, yeah, he was very different, especially for a season 20 episode yeah. where his character was a lot more um, solidly animated by this point. And a lot younger than Raphael's characters usually are. Um, and <laughs> ask uh, Carl, so what's the jacuzzi like? He says, it's like getting a back rub from orgasms. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's no, cool. I love that bit. And I thought the premise of getting them to Ireland was like a bit lofty, but like fair enough, yeah, yeah. you know. Grandpa feels neglected. I've got a bucket list. I've got some things I want to do in life. That led to a nice little uh, couple of sight gags with his bucket list of um, yeah. things to do. And like the Simpsons being in Ireland, I don't think was a bad premise at all. I don't think they did enough with it. Like, oh, the family goes sightseeing and they go to the Giant's Causeway, which turns into a cubit bit for some reason. Ugh. And then... I can't decide if I like that bit or not. I don't. You I'll, don't? I'll help you out. I don't. I do. Like... Chag, you're the deciding vote. Do we as a collective like this bit or not? Hey, man, it doesn't have to be like that. You're allowed to have your own opinion. Yeah, that's true. But, but you know, if we're going to average it out... Hmm. Uh, look, I, I think it... I don't think it was funny. Um, I, I think, first off, the res- referencing a 20-year-old game. Uh, second off, there was no purpose to the joke. There was no punchline. There was just, this is a this is a thing you might remember. Mm. Um, and it's not like Hubert, it's an Irish thing. Okay, I get it from that angle as well. Yeah, didn't go anywhere, didn't lead anywhere, so it didn't add anything to the storyline. The Giants Causeway does kind of look like a Hubert field. That's really rough. That's... That's as far as the link goes, though. Yeah, Giant's Causeway is a thing that's in Ireland. Yeah, kind of looks like hexagons. Um, this doesn't mean... I mean, the cubit bit didn't have a punchline. It was the punchline. Yeah, that this thing kind of looks like cubit, and then here's the Simpsons family doing cubit. That's it. Didn't it, it didn't add anything to watch more than, like, one second of it. You could have had that on a poster and not taken up any screen time. Um... Fair enough. And it didn't go anywhere. 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 Alright. Um, I did like the Blarney Stone bit, though, with um, Bart replacing the Barney Stone with his butt painted in grey and then Irish Milhouse... Uh, sorry. Irish fuck. Nelson. Irish Nelson um, carving his name in the Blarney Stone going, Hoo-hoo! Objection. You're meant to bend over backwards and kiss the Blarney Stone. Is that what you're meant to do? No, that's what you're meant to do. Did you do that? No, I've never been one. I just know that. Oh, Okay. Oh man, that's the one thing we didn't talk about in the last episode. Bart's red hair. Bart's red hair. Oh, very brief. Yeah. yeah. It sort of suggests that he's he dyes his hair regularly. No, no, no. He get, bleaches. Yeah, he gets enough sun as a a young boy should. Should they? I, I want to say like blonde hair, but really it's like skin hair. Yeah. He was born with skin hair. Man, um, have you ever seen anyone in the wild with skin hair? Like, hair the same colour as their skin? No, I have not seen that. Have <sighs> you? No, I'm thinking of asking my hairdresser that next time. Can you make my hair the same colour as my skin? Just shave your head. 
checkmate. I do that. <laughs> I know. Checkmate. You've already got tangents. Um, so like all in all, I guess, uh, like this episode, like was a classic. You know, the Simpsons go somewhere, but it sort of not only took a long way to get there with sort of uneven uh, jokes, and then it came out of it with a very uneven story. So. Yeah, just on uneven jokes, they're like, Marcia says something like, "Well, if you don't like Belgium, I'll take away your tin tin." And then he, that was a weird. And then bit, it has Bart holding a yeah tin tin for like for like twenty way seconds. Too long. It's like mm. it was a bad joke, and now you're dwelling on it. It's just, uh... Yeah, so they got in there on a sort of like okay enough premise with bad enough jokes, and they got out of there with a bad premise with bad jokes. So I'm guessing that's why this episode falls short with me, um, at least. Like, and I liked the premise of uh, Homer and Grandpa again, you know, a Homer and Grandpa story. Oh, nice There's point. potential for heart there, but... And they start up a, a pub that they accidentally get drunkenly signed up to. Like, that's all fair enough points, but... Um, and even them starting up a smoke easy. And it just came out of the story with such weakness, like... Yeah, of course what they were doing was illegal because, like, the anti-smoking and pubs laws get passed and it's meant to be a thing that covers all pubs. You know, there's not a pub that can have, you know, a where a smoking pub exemption. No. Those laws, especially in Sydney, got passed with yeah, well, you have to go outside to do that shit now. This idea came from Mo, who ran a speakeasy that also looked like a pet shop during the beer baron. <laughs> this man oh, knows how to Mo run a speakeasy. And Mo, who got shipped there via crate because he didn't want to pay for the airplane ticket or whatever. No, no that's just how Delta flies coach. <laughs> that's literally yeah. the joke. Oh, that's right. Okay, fair enough. But, I mean, it's, it was just... You know, you have Back to the Beer Baron episode, you have the speakeasy, and they do it cleverly, and it's really cool. Mm. Uh, and this was just, no, oh, just a smoking, and of course, anyone who walks in is going to notice that. Yeah, true. And it only seemed to, um, the whole smokeasy thing only served to serve a couple of gags. Not even yeah. that. I just think it might actually be like a big thing in Ireland where they have a 100% ban on smoking everywhere. Kind of like us, but with less dickishness. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, now we've got a certain dickishness and it's, you know, kind of funny me coming from the last episode going, yeah, smoking's bad, into this episode going, uh, but, you know, there's no. certain areas where smokers are justified and uh, I think of, pubs is one of them. One of those things where smoking is bad, but it's still legal. Mm. So to encroach upon someone's ability to do something that is in fact legal is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Quite frankly, either ban it or don't. I say that as a non-smoker. And as, and as a recently quit smoker, I say that too, is that, like, I think if pubs want to have an indoor smoking policy, I think they should. And, you know, I'm a person that struggled hard with quitting smoking. And, you know, if it was as easily available as quitting indoors, maybe I'd break my thing. But I, I think if I was to go to a smoking indoors pub, I'd be, you know, well within my rights to do that. Is this getting too political for the Simpsons in there? Possibly. Index? Let's just say I it's think a, you're taking a sidebar. It's an assault on personal liberty and leave it at that. Mm. I'll just edit it out, whatever. <laughs> and we're back. And we're Welcome back. back to a libertarian's views on the Simpsons. 
We like the bit where they were eating meat. Um, no, let's do the um, the, 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 the the thing. What's left? Um, so look, the storyline was an A line throughout. No yeah. B lines or oh, anything. No, B line was the other the Marge, Bart, and Lisa visiting various locations. It only really happened at the Cubit thing on. The, it only really Cuban happened Blarney at the Cubit joke and then the the, the the Blarney Stone joke. Really, but that's technically a B story. Technically a B story. Okay, so technically a B story in this one. Um, have you seen this episode before, guys? Shag, I'll start with you. I don't think I have. Yeah? I have, uh, maybe only once or twice. Twice at max, I would say. Um, yeah, so, uh, is this an episode you'd like to watch again? <laughs> really sums okay, it up, okay, one it? at a time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me hear from you first. The guy who said, <laughs> as excited as I am to be talking about this, ep- this novel experience for me for seeing this this exciting episode of The Simpsons. When the I Simpsons goes wireland, yeah, it is really predictable. It, I mean, you could have given me the pitch. Guess what, guys? This time the Simpsons go to. Ireland and I'd just gone what okay never mind next episode (laughs) (laughs) I don't know um it had a couple of fun gags but it was really just everything it said in the sketch in the in the pitch in the pitch yeah no I'm, I'm, I'm not watching it again fair enough Paige um if the only thing else on TV is sport assuming one of those assuming one of those sports is not women's volleyball. All right, the Olympics is not on. You have two channels that are working on your TV right now. Uh-huh. One of them is The Simpsons, and it's playing this episode. The other is the other fucking Channel Ten sport that plays fucking cars drive around in a circle. Oh, I'll, I'll watch this. <laughs> this feels like Ben statistics, man. Like you're asking questions. I'm giving like this episode the best possible scenario Those that it can be viewed in. You if they have fencing on the Olympics, I'll watch that because that's interesting. Yeah, fair Taekwondo enough. or gymnastics where they hold the ball up with their foot. Oh, I'll yeah. watch that. Yeah. How do they do that? That's amazing. Uh, taekwondo ball, I believe it's different, called. Different, different thing. Um, how wacky was this episode? Um, on the Simpsons wackiness scale, I guess. Not terribly. No, I guess the wackiness came where Mo was delivered by Crate, where Mr. Potato Head was the judge, where Ma- yeah, uh, Chief Wigan came in, like fish. where people flop yeah. around like fish, and where... Yeah, so... Like, on the fringes, it was not a core-driving aspect of the episode. But I guess those wacky points were at horrible points in the episode, like, where it to wanted... ended it on that yeah. point, which is... Oh, it's all I can think about. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, it really does, and it lends itself to the thing where, like, an episode is worse if it ends better, yeah. even if it started yeah. stronger than if it started worse and that's better. that's what stays with you. I think we're all okay with the episode until that point. We're like, why this and not anything else? What? Like, it uh, pitched you a really good episode. Alright, so the Simpsons get a hot tub, and there's some really funny things with Ned Flanders, and he puts a little fucking um, protector mustache thing on, and then... No, 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 shut up, man. And then they go to Ireland. Shut up, I've already financed this episode. Let's do it. (laughs) Alright, but in the end... Fuck, we're out of financing. Um, And time, shit. So, Mr. Potato Head uh, is the court judge, and Chief Wiggum saves the day. 
have the interns do this. <laughs> totally. It's a have the interns do the episode. Um, so where did the heart of this episode lie? Did it in get you in the heart? Grandpa, but not too much. Like, there's a little bit of it, but not really a lot of things. No, and the episode doesn't resolve or complications of the episode don't arise from Grandpa and Homer's relationship. Yeah, so... Which I guess puts it at a lower point than the it, other episode we watched. It's as emotional as ticking something off a list. <laughs> huh. Wow. <laughs> Which, if you're me, I love ticking things off lists. <laughs> so, you know, that's pretty big. But, um... I feel like a lot of... Because that's essentially what it is. He wanted to do this. There are a lot of other things on his bucket list that he intentionally skipped. Mm. It's... Yeah. All right. Well, getting in the home stretch. this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? No, not really. Yes, I don't know. It, was just, it, it felt like an episode of The Simpsons go to... Yeah. 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 When it felt... When you say it felt like an episode, it felt like... Episode with a capital E, like yeah, yeah. On this week's exciting Simpsons episode, the mm. Simpsons deal with blank. Here's this famous thing of this country. Here's this famous thing. Oh, uh, yeah. so one thing I want to quickly deal with. I don't actually know the movie reference, but um, uh, the guys from worst episode ever. Um, so the bit in the episode where um the guy is like singing to a girl in a um flat. Three oh. stories above, and he's got his acoustic guitar there. I don't know you, but I love you. Apparently, that's a reference to a movie I've never seen. Cold. And then her, her boyfriend comes out of the flat and goes, Stop sending her pianos! And then... What's, what movie is it? It's a movie where um, some oh. dude keeps playing songs to someone in a third flat, and he keeps sending her pianos. What movie... I don't know. Find the fuck out. And we're going to find this fucking... Once. The film is called Once. It's a 2007 Irish musical romance film written and directed by John Carney. Okay. Um, a 30-something busker performs with his guitar on Grafton Street, blah, 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 blah. Girl something, he sends pianos to her room. And anyway, that's what the uh, thing was referring to. Cool. And apparently that's a funny joke if you've seen the movie called Once. Uh, Once just makes me think of Once by Pearl Jam, so... Once upon time! And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're almost in the home stretch of this episode. Um, are there any other quotable moments you want to mention? Derry Air. The name of the airline was Derry. It oh, sure was. That's a pretty yeah. good joke. It right? is. That's why I wrote it down. All right, guys. Let's get out our bits of paper and our texters and write our ranks. Let's rank this thing. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so just to speed you up I ranked this episode of France being ranked at a cunt I'm not sure no, what well, that well. means I didn't rank it that I just wrote that word down <laughs> and and Danny ranked it the Batman symbol which we've already established which you <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so 
So, so Danny, why did you give this the cubic zirconia? <laughs> All right. So I and ranked it a bronze because I thought even though there were some weak story points, there were enough good jokes in this episode to keep it afloat. Danny, what would you rank it, buddy? I ranked a bronze as well mm-hmm. um, because even though it was... It had some funny gags in it, some one-liners and punchlines, and it, enjoyably wacky. The, the 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 first act where suddenly the Simpsons end up in X country for blank reason is the most overdone trope in the Simpsons as a whole. You know, mm. six hundred episodes and five hundred and ninety-nine of them. The Simpsons are going to Delaware. Yeah, for real. The Simpsons. I are... do hate how it's like when you're watching an episode and it's like, wait, where does this episode go? Oh, that's right. And they do this. Oh, and then they do this. And they do this. Oh, and then they go to fucking X country. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's really, it's always out of left field. Like mm. the whole first act. I mean, a bunch of different things happened in the one first act, and then they all get snipped out, so suddenly we're in Ireland for an Ireland story. Um, and so it's a bronze, because despite the b- good gags, it was a terrible... You know, Beach, I think you wrote down right after all. What do you think, man? Uh, I'm giving this a participant. It exists. That's all it does. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, I can't argue with him. That's a, it's a solid like, answer. I mean, I couldn't quote you a single line without looking at my notes. Elliot, go. Oh, um, quick, quick, quick. Oh my god, there's yuppricons. Instagram followers. That's not even what they say. I know, but it's, it's the essence of what they say. It's the essence, but again, the essence is just kind of existence. That's what this episode does. Wow. No, and that's fair enough. And I think when you even out our rankings, you know, adult bronze is a pretty uh, good rank for this one. A dull cunt. <laughs> a dull cunt is what this episode deserves. I'm just to it for fun. This has been episode 14 of The Simpsons Index. I have been your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. And that guy over there is... I don't know. What is living? I don't know. Man. Nod. And that guy... <laughs> also starring Pamela Hayden, Tress McNeil, and Carl Weidergoth. <laughs> he is the essence of those three. Thank you also, Starring. I, I loved you in that thing I saw you in. Is there any other... Uh, is it, might, it might be Vidergot? Vidergot? Vidergot. Uh, I choose to believe it's Wienergot. <laughs> Even though it has a D. And why the D is one has of those silent Ds that means N. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's fair enough. Can't argue with the cold embrace I don't want to argue with Carl Wienergot. Thank you for watching episode 14. Um, Like... Um, if you've joined us at this point, you know, um, watch episode re- five. Watch episode. Uh, no, no, don't watch because it's an audio program. Listen to episode five. That's the episode we're most proud of. And look, we don't normally do uh, plugs and stuff on this, but look, check out our series day plus one. And also, you know, hit us up on Twitter at Simpsons Index. You know, we really want to hear your ideas for playlists for these. You know, have you got an idea for episodes from Decade 1, Decade 2, Decade 3 that I'd, you'd like to recommend? Um, Homer Jobs. Homer Jobs. Can you pick three... Um, ep, ep, uh, um, Homer Jobs from each individual uh, decade. What about Bart Scandals? Mm. What about Lisa Rebellions? Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Um, I know I want to make a link between uh, Lisa the Vegetarian from Season 7 with a later episode from Season 20 plus called Lisa the Veterinarian. How do you say that episode, Danny? I don't. Is there a Simpsons episode that syncs up to a Pink Floyd album? We will watch it. We will find the fuck out. Dude, it's the movie, but you got to watch it backwards. There are a lot of Floyd references throughout The Simpsons, so... Relax. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, no, toad, no. Uh, Homer licks toads and then listens to the radio and Marge says, Hello, hello. Hello. Is yeah. there anybody in there? In there? Mr. Yeah. Burns collects garbage and says, Shine on, you crazy diamond. Really? Yeah. In the episode where Mr. Burns goes bankrupt and doesn't know the difference between ketchup and catsup. Ketchup. There was one episode that referred to that. Um, um, something catsup will always be Hans catsup. Uh, Homer. Uh, I don't know. It. Maybe us watching the Tomaco episode where he's like, it's "This tomato will be Hans ketchup. Yeah. This tomato will be Hans catsup." Oh, I'm gonna edit that seamlessly into the previous episode. <laughs> and you? this is not just an editing joke. And it will be not undercut by me like fading up the um the, 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 the end theme song that will eventually like cut out this whole um postamble. Is that what you call like when you postamble, the opposite of a preamble. Yeah. A preamble a proamble? Proamble. Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. And I'm never tapping out.